Coming at you from the Steel City, you're listening to Poor Man's Podcast, Pittsburgh's premier comedy podcast. Your weekly dose of humor hosted by Chris Hopper and with a new special guest each week. And here's your host, Chris Hopper. Woo! Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Poor Man's Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. Along with me this week, we have not the beautiful Shaylee, baby. The last show of the year, and Shay is sick, unfortunately, but filling in a woman who needs no introduction, really, because we've talked about her every week on the show. We have Melissa is in studio. <laughs> it's so exciting. <laughs> it sounds like I'm a little late. Yay, Melissa. And that familiar voice is producer Jess. It is. We'd like to have producer Jess on because we spent the last couple of weeks talking about the Matt Light Ugly Sweater Show, and we went to it on Thursday. We did. And Shay's not here to discuss it, so we needed somebody who was there, and producer Jess was lucky enough to be in, in the car with us. We'll get to that. But first, before we get into all of that, we have a new face in the studio, so let's, let's talk to Melissa. Melissa, thank you for taking the time to oh, come out here today. Anytime, Chris. Anytime. I, I never thought it would happen, Melissa. She is giddy. We don't have the camera on for the first part of the show, but she has she hasn't stopped smiling from ear to she ear. She is super excited. Super excited. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, hopefully, it doesn't ruin ruin all the listeners. No, we also going to be great. We have a big show tonight. We have uh, comedian Kevin Budkey coming in. Uh, he performed in uh, at the Comedy Cellar. Jess, we uh, did I tell you that or Comedy Store? Sorry. <gasps> Sorry. <laughs> oh my god! I just reverted back to a child because I was so wrong. <laughs> Chris is flustered by your presence. I oh am. Gosh. I think it's because the headphones match her shirt. Wow! What a distraction! I it did is. It on purpose. It's a vision over on the right side. <laughs> Wait, he worked at the comedy store. Yeah, I think so. So we'll talk to him about that. You have bit. to. That's like very exciting. Yeah. No, uh, we watched the documentary. I think it was on Stars or something. But yeah, a lot I really uh, like that documentary. Yeah, there were a lot of big comedians that have been through the doors there. What's her name? Mitzi. Mitzi Shore, Polly Shore's mom. Yeah. Yep. A comedic idol. Icon, maybe. Icon. Yes, that's the word yeah. I was looking for. Yeah, she never did comedy, but she she could but spot she was it. A I guess. staple. Yeah, in yeah. that community. Anyways. But speaking of comedy, we went to a show. We went to Matt Light's show. We had last week we had Eric Nesbian. The week before we had Z Bird, Mike Zidal, who absolutely killed it at the he show. He was fucking funny. Mike Zidal absolutely murdered on Thursday. Uh, check him out. Check his podcast out, Greenfield's Finest Podcast. And then we had Natalie Moses on, who was hilarious as well. They all were, of them were very funny. They were all good. It was a really good time. Yeah. That was the first time we've been down, or at least I've been down to the improv. Uh, and probably the first time you've been, at least after uh, COVID. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was nice to see a ton of people there. That They did the ugly sweaters. Uh, people took their shirts off. There were some... There were. And yeah. someone... A woman took their shirt off, right? Yeah, yeah. Check she out... She didn't show tits, though. Yeah. I think it was just her bra. It was. Check out his... Uh... Was Shay there? Shay was there, yeah. That's she well... made her ugly sweater. Did she? Yeah, she did. I didn't see any pictures from this. Wow. Really? We really? didn't take a lot of pictures really because I, uh, you're not supposed to have your camera, I guess, oh, during the true. actual performance. And then we ended up going to Rick's Cabaret for the after party, and you weren't really supposed to have pictures in there, I guess. So. 
What is Rick's Cabaret for people who don't know? Rick's Cabaret is a strip club uh, downtown and on Ninth. Chris, <laughs> okay. was that your first time at a That strip was club? my first time there. What did you do there? I know. Well, I have money on the Chiefs this year, so I really needed them to beat the Chargers. So we went to the strip club and you watched a football game. Uh, the Chiefs won, so that was huge. Perfect. Yeah. Great. But yeah, and then I also bought eight dollar uh, Fiji water. So was I mean, it really? I don't know that it was that kind much. of worth whatever. Yeah, but you should see the size. It's like an airplane bottle. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was a full size. Big bottle for $8. right for eight dollars. But yeah, for I guess sure. I'm sad I missed the ugly sweater party. She yeah. said she wanted to I literally to come. had intentions to go, but I never said it. And then I didn't know that. You take no interest in anything, Melissa. I'm I don't sorry. know about I you. I think it, and then I just don't say it. Yeah, well, that's half the battle, man. <laughs> Especially gonna, on the podcast. I'm going to work on that in 2022. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's your uh, New Year's resolution. Yeah. Okay. New have Year, you New ever, Year. One of them. Have you ever been to the improv? No. Now we should all go because it was fun. Well, I'm, we'll talk to Kevin when he's here. I'm sure there's going to be upcoming shows. I think uh, Tony Rock was just there last week over the weekend. Chris Rock's brother. Oh, okay. I was going to say, who the hell is that? Yeah, and then I think Steve Byrne is doing the New Year's show. He's hilarious. You might have seen his show, Sullivan and Son. That was on TBS, I think. Uh, but his stand-up's hilarious. He's on DVE a lot. Um, but yeah, I uh, the, the show was great. Like I said, Mike Zydell was hilarious. And then- I laughed. He was hysterical. He told a story about... Him and his friend outside of a store <laughs> pretending to be like Salvation Army people with keys jingling <laughs> yeah. instead of bells. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I'm not retelling it correctly, but yeah, it was no, fun. it was good. You got the you, it yeah. was good, yeah, but yeah, no, the entire thing was funny. So, if he's if he's performing anywhere around, I highly recommend checking him out. But that was not where our night ended, Jess. It's not, no, Jess, <laughs> who doesn't drink, she, she stays away from the poison that is alcohol. Um, got into an accident on the way home. So, uh, uh, That's a lot of accidents. Yeah. Nobody got hurt. Luckily we were the only car involved. Um, <laughs> That's perfect. yeah, she drove into a fucking curb. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Damn I did. No, like I definitely drove right into the fucking curb and I've driven this way for two years coming home from Pittsburgh to Bellevue. You take, what is it? Brighton Avenue right up. Right by Brighton, uh, by, by, uh, Brighton Keith Rocks Bridge. Yeah. Yeah. And this curb, I didn't even see it, and I hit it, and uh, immediately you could tell things were. Wrong. I got launched in the passenger seat. I was airborne. Really? Yeah. yeah. I know that there was for sure space between the seat and my ass because I was launched in the fucking air. You know right. what really pissed me off though? The Kinda, car exploding. No, the, the tire. The thing that pissed me off the most is that there was a fucking SUV behind me, and she pulled around and gave me this look of disgust, like it could never happen to her. She's too good to. Hit Maybe a she thought curb. you were drunk or something. But I'm not, so I dare a cop well, to she come didn't... fucking try me. Yeah, I mean. Less police involvement, better. I was pissed. That's how I feel about it. Well, right, and there were no cops, but this stupid bitch. Well, that's because we needed them. If I was parked, (laughs) if I was parked at you know, in Swickley for forty five seconds on fifty one. If yeah, if I was parked and I and and you know, that's when they're there. That's when their car would get towed. Oh no, we'll get to your we'll get to your car stuff because you've had a week. Melissa has a, has had a week of car problems. A week. We'll talk about that. But I was in Swickley for probably. I pulled in, and they used to have the meters that you put the quarters in. They don't have those anymore. They have the pay It's across stations. the fucking street. Swickley's the worst with okay. tickets. Okay, sorry. So they're, they're spaced out, though. So I didn't see them. I saw that there was a meter there. There's no meter. So I walked down the street thinking I'm going to get to one. Uh, 
still no meter. I turn around. Oh, I'm in front of the store that I'm going into. Okay. I've, I still don't see the thing. Oh, it's the whole way down the street. So I'm like, I could walk the whole way back down, which is three times the time, like the distance because it's twice as far on the other side of my car as that I've already walked. Or I could just run in and it's more dilemma. Pay some point. money, support the business in Swickley, be on my merry way and no less no no more than 90 seconds. I was in there, supported, stimulated the economy. And uh, I I have to pay $10 for Swickley, my for my trouble. Swickley supporting Swickley. But the Swickley. thing that the thing that Ish. that bothers me the most is I was there for no joke, no exaggeration, 90 seconds. Dave. That means somebody was waiting knowing that I wouldn't see it. And then say, you know what? I'm already this far. Fuck it. I'm just going to go in the store for a second and a half and leave and be back. I like. I don't think the fucking, the fucking ink dried on my ticket in the time that it was for me to get to the store. That's the fucking problem. Swickley is out to get you. And you like can't find parking most of the time. And you're right. The meter's like... They're, they're down the street and across the street and behind the corner. There was one. It's, you yeah, can't it's, even fucking see them. They're not centralized. They're as far there away as possible. So they motivate you to not pay them. And then when they see that it's too much of an inconvenience, that's when they fucking prey on you. Thank you for supporting and serving. You it's a fuck. trap. It's a trap. It yeah, is. I, every time I get a ticket, it's I, and that's I my, call and bitch. That's always my problem. You know, the, I'm sure there's good cops out there. That's what they tell me. But... <laughs> Why is it all the time that like it's that my that's my interaction with them is over bullshit like a I, cop ticketed you? Oh, I don't know what it was. Oh, oh. okay, something like one. Like a- okay, some law enforcement okay, who has the ability to fuck me over. Yeah, you're right. I e cop or whatever. Isn't it so? It's Melissa, tell sickening. your story, please. So, just trying to get to work an honest working woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get to my job. Which corner are you at now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure the same corner as you, sir. <laughs> yeah, the corner where the pay station was that I didn't want to walk to. I saw Melissa there and was like, yeah, I got 25 cents. I could pay for her or the ticket. Exactly. Tell your story. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to work, forget to get gas, as I often do, decide... Oh, my car's shutting down on me. Oh, no, I'm out of gas. Oh, my God. I pulled over. That escalated quickly. I make sure that I am on the other side of the line. I know it's the highway. I get it. But I'm definitely not on the road. I tried to get it down to, like, that little place where they, the cop side. Yeah. You know, like, the little... I tried, but it just... I couldn't coast that far. It wouldn't go. So I pulled over. I get to work. What is it? Ten minutes later, I call AAA. We have sweet Alex take me back to my car. Alex took you. Yeah, and you know oh. you have to go on the other side. No, Alex it's, is it's dark now though, so I look yeah. over to my left because you got to go past it because there's that median. So you have to go past mm-hmm. the light back up around, and I'm like, I don't think I saw my car, but it's dark, so I'm sure it's there. I'm sure it is. It's been an hour. It's definitely still there. We get around. I'm like, it's it's up here. It's coming up. He's like, where's your car? It's coming. It's coming Calm up. Down. Oh, wait, no, we're back at the wooden angel, and I never, my car's not there. I never did see it. And it got towed. Disgusting. In one hour, one hour. That's disgusting because, best case scenario, what do they want you to do? Do they want you to sit there and, I mean. I guess I was supposed to immediately call the police and inform them that I would be back for my car ASAP. Who knows that, first of all? And Police, so they can find you and tow you. That's right. This is just what irritates me. They could have called me. 
those police have access to your phone number. We asked our good friend Ryan Pudick about the situation. We said, Ryan, because this is what he, the cop says to me. I said, you could have called me, right? I said, you ran my plate. He said, well, yes, but your phone number's not associated with your registration. Bye. If you wanted me for anything in the entire world that you wanted me for, you would have found my phone number. So we asked our good friend Ryan, and he said no. Phone numbers are not associated with registrations, which we know. But could he have found my phone number very easily? Yes, was the answer. Right. Yes. And you know what else? You were on the fucking phone with AAA for like an hour while this was happening. Like, 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 you were trying to solve the situation. Immediately. Right. And this is what I got. I did cry to the tow truck driver. He did give me a decent deal. $80. I told him I appreciated. Yeah. That's still bullshit. You know what else is annoying? It's still obscene for them. When you go in to pay your your money, you walk in and there's always like 10 guys staring at you. Yeah. Where? Yeah. Anytime you walk into a tow truck place, like anytime you go to pick up a car. Because they're waiting. They're on call. They're they're waiting for the cops to see somebody leave their parking spot. Talking about whatever they may be talking about. And they're just all like staring at you crazily. Like I hate it. Intimidating. Stare down. But it all worked out for you. Yeah. Lots of car troubles. They're all looking down on me when I walk in now. I'm yeah. sure of it. Yeah. They're probably talking about you this morning. Oh, 100%. 100%. Well, I'm glad you're here, Melissa. We're glad that you're here to, to join us tonight. Thank God I got my car out of impound. Yeah. I could make it down all, here today. All for oh, yeah. this. Yeah. We're, we're happy to see you. It, it, it really... To end the year on a high note. Yes. But before we get to Kevin, we're gonna, uh, before we take a break, we have to talk about some stuff to do in Pittsburgh this week. So um, we're going to let Liz take over, and uh, we'll listen to what's going on around the city. Hey, guys. It's Liz from Stuff to Do in Pittsburgh, and I am back again this week to tell you some of the best things to do in Pittsburgh this weekend. Now, we have a lot of festive events because, of course, this week is the holidays, so we are super excited to jump into it. Now, the National Aviary is having an awesome event. This is Holidays in the Garden. Now, this event is happening after hours. So from five to eight, a couple days this weekend, come out, enjoy holiday crafts, meet and greet with the birds, and you even have access to tropical habitats after dark. Pretty cool. And then since, you know, you probably already went shopping for everybody else on your list, maybe treat yourself because the I Made It Holiday Market is also happening this weekend at the Mall in Robinson. Tons of local vendors and a bunch of awesome stuff. Now, if you want to treat maybe the whole family to something or you're looking for something to do after Christmas, head to PPG Paints Arena because the Harlem Harlem Globetrotters are coming this weekend. So be sure to grab the family, head on downtown, and it's going to be a great show. And if you guys want even more events and more details on these events, tickets, and all that good stuff, check out our weekend guide. Everything's in there. Happy holidays, guys. The lovely Liz from Stuff to Do in Pittsburgh. A lot of stuff to do, although it's Christmas, so this is probably one of the worst weekends uh, to do things. Right, isn't Saturday Christmas? Yes, but yeah. the Harlem Globetrotters, like, yeah, they're they coming. might be worth a Yeah, they're coming on Sunday. Out. Yeah. Have you ever seen the Globetrotters? No, I have not. Have you, Melissa? No, I have not. You seem like a fan of the Globetrotters. <laughs> no, I've never went. Never yeah. been. Uh, the Globetrotters, did you ever see the Scooby-Doo with the Globetrotters? No. Nope. Okay, good. You guys are great at improv. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I do remember now that you said. <laughs> yeah. Dude, have you ever watched Scooby Doo? Of course. Okay. They I don't used like to that. have. Okay, I don't care. Okay. Thanks for interrupting with that. Sorry. God. 
Anyway, in Scooby-Doo, in the old fucking ones, they used to have, like, Adam West as Batman, and Batman and Robin would come on, and they'd have the Harlem Globetrotters, and they'd have, like, fucking Don Knotts and shit. Yeah. I'm just asking if you ever... You guys are a fucking bundle of joy. Excuse me, what did they have to do with Scooby-Doo? Nothing, but they used to be like advertised in there because they were popular. That's why they had like oh. Batman and Robin. They had I the Globetrotters. Like part of the so Scooby Doo and the Globetrotters? Yeah. Like Batman and Robin? The traveling. They crew. were a guest on the show, man. Oh my God. All right. Well, definitely check out the Globetrotters because they're interesting uh, to other people. I guess not the people in this room. I never That's said That's not they what we said. Yeah. We, we never said, said it was that. a good time. We just said we've never been. Okay. I haven't either. Well, maybe oh, we should go. Okay, let's go. You buy fucking tickets, trip. Melissa. You can drive us. I'll drive. You pay. We all pay for ourselves. Though. Yeah. Oh no, shit. <laughs> I'm not paying. For, I'm paying enough with Shay not being here. Apparently. Oh. Oh my <laughs> god. Oh, that's how you feel. <laughs> no, but I'm. You know, Melissa. You look like you're gonna cry. No, I'm not. I'm kidding. You could never. I think you're just high. So let's work on that. <laughs> I <know for> <laughs> Look at you, yeah, man. I on my way down. I tried to turn left where it was the do not enter. Yeah, Melissa got into a car accident on the way here. I mean, it's fine. Maybe fine. you're not meant to have a car. I mean, there's I certain need, people in this world. Now. Like, I got to get around. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. It's hard to, you know, be in this world without a car. Yeah, oh. I, don't, I don't do well. <laughs> it is. Yeah. As someone who has not had a license a lot, yeah. I know. Well, uh, we're glad Melissa's here. We're going to take a break, though. We'll come back with Kevin Budkey. What? Are you glad I'm here? Yeah, producer Jess, everybody. Uh, y- yeah, we're, yay. <laughs> Whatever. No, I'm kidding. We're glad she's here. We're glad, uh, um, what was the guy's name that helped with the tire? Bugger. Bugger. And Bugger. He was a sweet soul. He yeah. was a hero. We tried for an hour to get the tire off of my car when I popped it. I mean, clearly any guy named Bugger knows how to change yeah, a tire. Yeah, and then Bugger just came and pulled around and got it handled. Yeah. So thank Bugger. you to Bugger if he's Bugger's listening. Bugger is a beast. Bugger Bugger. Is a Bu- beast. Bugger's in the area, so you know, Brighton Heights Bugger. If he's out there, <laughs> we uh, we appreciate your service. Sir. Yes, thank you. But like I said, we're gonna take a break. We'll come back with Kevin Budkey and hopefully some interest in the show. <laughs> My name is Eric Nesby, and you're now listening to the Poor Man's Podcast. Welcome back. We are here in studio with. Comedian Kevin Budke. Kevin, thank you for taking the time to uh, join us tonight. Hey, thanks. <laughs> I, uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> he's uh, Kevin's gone through puberty. So, I no. am. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're this the Melissa's first guest, so oh, that, wow. that, that's hey, one thing. Yeah. I'm honored. Thank yeah, you. So Melissa's going to bring all the hard hitting questions for you. Oh yes, for sure. Yeah, I like no. the vibe she got going on all yeah. pink right She's, now. That's what I was saying earlier. And now we didn't we didn't record the first. We do like the first half, and we do some local news and stuff. Yeah. And I was talking about her and the whole pink ensemble. So now that we have video, you'll definitely be able to check it out. There you go, yeah. swagging. So now, yeah, you trap, have to. Yeah. Trap. Oh my god, I need to get a <laughs> towel from all the drips over there. <laughs> You, you guys put you this said, behind me. Uh, I know. Whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll it's three of it. those. Yeah. <laughs> um, Randy, right here. <laughs> yeah. You said you were talking about the news. Oh uh, yeah, we do like a uh, stuff to do in Pittsburgh. Uh, gives us some of the best uh, kind of events in the in the area. Oh, that's awesome. Although this weekend's kind of rough because Saturday or Saturday's Christmas. So yeah. We have right. the Globe Trotters on Sunday. Oh though. wow. Have you seen the Globe Trotters ever? No. No. Nope. I always wanted to be a part of it, but 
never yeah. uh, never made the team. Yeah, that's yeah. strange because I'd confuse you with most of the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the globe trotters. Yeah. Did you ever see them when they were on Scooby Doo? I did. Yeah. Okay, good because I talked about. I love this. We always have guests in, or I always have guests on, and then it just is like completely digressing from the from the interview. But it's. Uh, <laughs> They used to have like Batman and stuff on Scooby Doo, and they oh, work yeah. it in. And I love that. And said that I didn't know that they had them, but I just don't said, take it personally. Melissa. What of it? Yeah, like, okay. no, that's okay. awesome. But yeah, that's what I always knew. Like Curly was the bald headed guy, I think, and they had like Don Knotts and shit on. Wow. Yeah. So the Three Stooges. They had. Yeah, a, yeah, nah. yeah. They did have the Three Stooges too. Yeah. Dang. Oh, yeah, but I thought. Oh no, not Curly from the Three oh, Stooges. It's, that, meant... That's weird. Curly was a Harlem Globetrotter. Oh. Curly was one of the Globetrotters. Yeah. I didn't know they had names. He kind of looked uh, like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They do. He kind of looked like Ray Allen, I think. Oh dang. Yeah. Okay. Smacking threes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's some good news though. I thought you were gonna be like, well, eight squirrels died a day on the road, you know. Yeah. I was like, oh man, you know, I don't know what kind of news we were when talking I about. first did the show years ago with my brother and cousin, we would do like Yahoo's top three news. Like we would just yeah. do uh, like national news. <laughs> so it was always body. like tsunami kills eighty eight <laughs> Polynesian kids and we're like, Oh shit. <laughs> that's we terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'd like, Okay, well maybe we won't do the obituary news. We'll just do yeah. other news. And then it was like, this isn't even funny. Like, the world sucks. So, the guy gets stabbed and survives. Like, yeah. all right, well, is that close enough? Yeah. So, yeah, it wasn't much better. But, Kevin, tell us a little bit about yourself. Comedians, I've uh, obviously the show is a comedy podcast. So, yeah. like having the comedians on. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where yeah. you're from, and. Uh, all right. Yeah, this is my favorite part. Uh, yeah. Well, I like to have some background. So that way, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. It's uh, not like, okay, who's this guy? No, no, definitely. Yeah, yeah you can't just say you're a comedian. He's one of the, you know, thir- but, uh, one of the <laughs> Globetrotters, right? Right, exactly. I, um, I'm i a comedian. I tour, so I do a lot of tours. Uh, I also produce a lot of tours. Uh, so I've toured the Versey Triplets from America's Got Talent. I've toured the Pauly Shore. There's a guy named Zach Ryan from Chicago. He gives up at the Zany's Laugh Factory. I'm actually bringing him here in February and uh, tour with him. So, yeah, I've done, like, the second city in Chicago, lived there for a few years, did like Laugh Factory, did the improv. Uh, I was out in LA. I worked, uh, did a lot of the potluck at the comedy store and worked for Polly Shore out there. So did some of the improvs. And then, uh, yeah, just been now between like Chicago and Pittsburgh, been touring. And now I'm back to just sign a year lease in Pittsburgh and just kind of settling down for a minute. You yeah. Know? I've been like, I'm not gonna lie, I lived in like probably 15 different places, like 15 different addresses in the last seven years. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like trying to settle down for a minute, get my stuff together. Uh, I'm not in a ton of debt, but I just want to get out of <laughs> yeah. debt because I want to, you know, like. I don't know how you could live in Chicago and L.A. and be a, you know, a comedian and stuff and not have some debt unless you have a, a sitcom on well, That's right what now. I'm saying. So <laughs> yeah. it's either you're a sitcom or you live in your car and there's not really an in-between, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> what was it like uh, in L.A. and Chicago? What do you what do you like about being there? Uh, Chicago is cool because it's a lot of younger comedians. There's a lot of opportunity there for younger people. So if you work hard for like two months straight, you hit every open mic and like try to really put yourself out there and work a material can get it put up at like some good clubs um the downside of chicago is murder well (laughs) yeah yeah just the highest they love fucking murder in chicago man (laughs) they're big fans uh yeah i actually had this joke i got rid of but i was supposed to move to (laughs) texas and i was like yeah i was gonna move to texas but i found out they just made like illegal guns basically allowed you know (laughs) yeah 
So uh, just because of the potential oncoming violence, I moved to Chicago instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, which is yeah. not any better at all. Um, but yeah, I would say the thing I don't like is the weather. Like wintertime comes, like even just a little bit of wind. It's so windy all year round. So yeah. when winter comes, you're getting slapped around by the wind just on your way to an open mic and you just hate your life. Yeah. So the Windy City's legit. It's not Le- just to make them sound cool. Yeah. Ex- even the suburbs. Like, even if you're, like, you know, 100 miles away, you get slapped. It's, it's bad. Yeah. As, how does it compare to L.A. for, like, up-and-coming comedians? Uh, like, say uh, you're starting out. Is there more opportunity in Chicago? A hundred times more. Yeah. yeah. I would say out of every state in the country, Chicago is yeah. number one. Oh, really? Like, Chicago in general is a city. Like, yeah, um, the state even, like, there's a lot of opportunities. But because everybody's, like, willing to let you produce a show once and, you know, unless, you know, until it does horrible. But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's a little opportunity. I would say L.A. is, like, complete opposite. It's like, oh, do you have a TV credit? All right, we might work you in somewhere. Yeah. If you don't have a TV credit, all right, well, wait in line at this open mic every week for four years and hope <laughs> yeah. and pray that you get up once and you do good, buddy. Because even if you do good, yeah. you'll walk out of the room halfway through and act like it didn't happen, you yeah. know? And, uh well, some of that stuff I saw, I was talking to producer Jess before you got on about the Comedy Store documentary we were watching. Oh, I think I Mike it. Binder did. Yeah. Um, and it was some, I think it was for like the Pollock. You just sign your name up and hope you're one of the 20 called out of the hundreds or thousands of people to sign up. Yeah, there's like hundreds that sign up. I think, and they haven't done it since the pandemic. And I think the worst part was like, I was on the week before it shut down yeah and i did really well it was the best because I, I got up five times so i moved there last it was like uh, uh september 1st of 2020 or 2019 for the second time i moved there yeah. and then the pandemic happened obviously like beginning of march but i got five times on potluck which most people don't get up once a year so i'm very thankful for that yeah i was gonna um, say just mathematically that's pretty good right <laughs> so then the, and the booker saw me four out of five times but then the fifth time when i came back from tour I had the best set I've ever had, and everybody was, all the door guys were happy for me, and then they were like, all right, next week you're going in front of the booker, like, this is your time, and then I ended up getting shut down. I was like, okay, and then I, like, just signed a lease on a fucking <laughs> sick bedroom right off Sunset Boulevard, look at the Hollywood sign, so I just sat there and stared at the Hollywood sign for eight months, and then I moved. Yeah. But. Well, now you have that in Pittsburgh. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right, from this, uh, these great memories, you know. Yeah. It Started happened, I ha- swear. Love and lost, right, and then, but what's, um. So you said LA is not as, or what's the audience like? Is the audience just as receptive? Are there audiences that respect comedy, or is it more like I just want to go out and? No, I think if you can get on a show, either at a club that has a long, a lot of like reputation of selling tickets, no matter who's on the show, or you can get on a show with like two Comedy Central comedians, you know, to bring out that audience. The audiences are incredible. Like that's why I love the Comedy Store because. The, it's you have to be very intelligent of a writer because you're looking at the best of the best, right? And you're looking at all these new comedians that are starting out or they're like coming all across the country to come there at any given point. So there's all the best writers in the, in the world at my point. Like I, in my mind, it's like the Mecca. Yeah. So when you see that every week, you're like, all right, I have to either be like extremely dark and original. Like I have to have something that's so unique um, and my writing has to be incredible. So when you have that and you have those moments where you have these new jokes that click and are very original, it is the best feeling you've ever had in your time. Especially like in the original room of the comedy store, it's like you can feel like Robin Williams inside of you when you're yeah. like, you know, like not in the wrong places, but you know, like right in there. You know? Apparently a lot of people felt Bill Cosby inside of them. There. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. not so much there. I think that was the improv, but, uh, <laughs> uh. Um, so now that you're back in Pittsburgh, what's, well, I guess COVID kind of changed everything. Do you have a perspective pre COVID post COVID for uh, locally, at least what's, what's the Pittsburgh audience like? Um, 
I don't mind it because I've I've matured enough now. Like I'm 28. I feel like I'm understanding adult humor. I'm starting to like think about kids, you know, and I have a lot of family and friends that have kids. So it's like, I feel like I can relate to a lot of people now, and especially, I mean, I, I don't know, I'm a hardworking guy. So yeah. I think the older I get, the more I relate to the audiences here. But starting out, you know, there's younger comics I have a tough time because, you know, your demographic's 55-year-olds. Right. So it's like, if you can't make a 55-year-old <laughs> laugh and relate to them, Especially right. when you're 22, like imagine you're like 55, you're like, hey man, baby, let's go out for the weekend. You know, there's uh, some sick comedians at the VFW. You know, and you go out, and it's like this 22 year old. He's like Pokemon. You're like, oh my god, yeah. shoot me. Yeah. You know, so I think that's like really what it comes down to is being relatable, and I'm starting to understand that. And I think I'm also starting to understand how to talk about myself. So that is like nobody, you know, everybody can relate to that because they're like, I see you. Yeah. I well, see what you're saying. I mean, that's key with, if you want jokes to land, they have to relate to them. Yeah, and if you're 19 sure. or whatever, how old were you when you started doing it? Uh, 21. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it was the first couple of years. I got laughter, but I was in Lawrenceville. Oh, okay. And then when I went out to LA, <laughs> you know, exactly. So you have a nice mix over there. Um, Did but you have a handlebar mustache at the time? I still can't grow a mustache. <laughs> yeah. So my mustache like grows away. Like it's like a pencil mustache. It's <laughs> yeah. not, uh, um, oh fuck! I can't remember what I was going to ask you with that. Oh, so what you think now that you're getting older, you relate more because it's kind of a more worker. You're older, yeah. Because yeah. if anybody thinks back to when they were 21, like I might have thought I knew shit at 21. Yeah, you think you know? And you like even you at 25 no compared to 21. Yeah, not and that. I'm 31 now. Right. Like I, I don't believe anything I believed when right. I was 21. Yeah, stars, so yeah. <laughs> I and Melissa's another 10 years older than me. Yes. Lordy, lordy. Look who's 40. <laughs> there you go. Almost 41. Yeah. Wow. Coming up here. Next month, right? Yeah. Well, I would have guessed 28, so oh, I thought that, you were our age, you know. So sweet. So. so sweet. Kevin's blind. Did we tell you that? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I haven't talking my contacts out in six months, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just slowly started to blur together now. Oh, I have contacts in right now that are like a third of what they used to be. Oh, or a third's man. missing. So, like, if I blink the wrong way, I don't see them. I, I got LASIK, so. Damn. Oh. I wouldn't know about your problem. <laughs> wow. When did you get LASIK? Oh, about 11 years ago. You checking your watch? 11 years ago? Doesn't it, Did they even it have expire LASIK after then? a while? It seems like it does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, not quite clear back to, yeah. you know, just a few steps back. Yeah, no, I not all the way. Mm. That's good. Do you, are you allowed to do it a second time? <laughs> yes, I believe you are. Okay, yeah. that's good. Yeah, they're going to give her a punch card soon. Yeah. No, it's no, going to be my I goal every 20 years. I had a lifetime warranty, but I didn't. Oh, wow, really? I, I needed to go to the doctor once a year, every year anyways. And For I maintenance? Do that. So they said that I have no proof that my eyes have declined. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, then just sign it up. Go to Walmart. I think it's like 50 bucks. It's Whatever, I'm fine. I can see. Yeah. <laughs> I can see enough. To, you know, get rear-ended. It'll get it done. <laughs> yeah. Dang, yeah. That's <laughs> well, I sat there for several minutes before I realized that I couldn't turn left anyway. I was like, oh. oh yeah, you went down. Well, maybe that's why they were surprised you stopped in the middle of the street. Yeah, and they sat there, though. Yeah. But, hey, then we continued on. Hey, we're happy you're alive and well. Yeah, I'm Absolutely. glad you're well. That's... You know what? Good. You probably passed at the time, and this is a strange segue, but what you probably passed was Aurochs Brewing, which Kevin's hey. drinking. It's a gluten-free beer. It's a local beer. Yeah. You know, I do my our beer taste of the week, but Shay's not here. So we gave Kevin one of these. It's very delicious. Aurochs. What's it called? Aurochs? Uh, yeah, I think Aurochs. Aurochs Brewing Company. <laughs> when you need some Christmas ale in your throat, this is the one. 
I just found out I'm gluten free, so this is you know I'm just found out I'm, I'm allergic to that gluten. Sounds like so. a sponsorship. So that's why I did the gluten beer after. I think there's a, there might be a little bit of gluten in this one, yeah. but I respect icy light, so I was like, you know what, I'll struggle for the rest that's of the light podcast gluten. to yeah. close out on something good, you know. <laughs> yeah. But this is the del- I honestly have never liked a Christmas beer, and this is delicious. So. Oh yeah, definitely. And then I'm doing. I couldn't pick one this week, so since it's our last episode of 2021. 2021. I always didn't know what year it was. Um, I I drank the rest of my uh, Christmas beers in there. So I have a Penn Brewery Nut Roll Ale. Wow. I didn't try that bad boy yet. Or maybe I will. Well, I have. I tried Trogues Mad Elf. That's this. Dang. That one's good. That's 11%. Does it taste like an elf? You want to try it? Does it taste like? What does an elf taste like? Like cherry and regret. Hard work and dedication. I feel like Christmas <laughs> yeah. for sure now. A little pine sweat. <laughs> Possibly. Some kind of for sure. Yeah, for sure. An elf, especially this time of the year, man. They're working hard. <laughs> they are. Then I got freezing season from Flying Dog. Uh, that's a winter elf. That's 7.4. It's delicious. Oh, I'm wow. a big fan. That's I'm not a, spir- a local one. I'm just one, a but spirit scout. You let me know how that goes over there. Then I got the Southern Tier 2, two Xmas. That one is a good one. That's I've had before. And then I have the Pen, pen Brewery, like I said, Nut Roll. So I'll try Whoa. these out throughout the show, and I'll let everybody know what they think. Perfect. But let's get back to the guest, Melissa. Yeah, well, sure. to get back to that real Oh, okay, quick. no. Let's, the guest wants to get back. I like that you're like, it's like you're playing the drums with drinks, you know. Oh, yeah. I, I really like the combination I'm here. trying to be Keith Moon on all aspects. You're like a little too much of the 11%. Let's yeah. go back to a 7 for one sip, you know? <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I'm trying to get the, the chemistry worked out. Very fancy. There you the go. Light. Yeah. I just want to get the, them uh, done. Yeah. Fancy. Thank you, Melissa. I'll drink them with my pinky out. Absolutely. Now, Kevin, do you have, we were talking a little bit before, you said you have some shows coming up. Yeah. Is there so, still anything you can talk to us about? Yeah, so tonight the tickets go on sale for uh, Rising Laughter. It's a showcase I had in Chicago. I think we we did like, I don't know, probably 70 of them before we changed, changed the name in Chicago. This is, the showcase is still going on now. I think it's called Wednesday Night Lights. But um, So I'm bringing that to Pittsburgh. So January 14th, it's a Friday at 8 p.m. at Imperial Levels. It's owned by Izzy Rue, the comedian mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh. Um, so I got Joey Purse on there. I got Eric Nesby, Andreas O'Rourke, uh, and a couple other people. And, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be exciting. It's going to be a good time. Now that you said Andreas O'Rourke, um, it reminded me, because I wanted to talk to uh, about some of the guests coming on, and Joey recommended Andreas. You recommended Andreas, yep. so I'm excited to have him in next month. We have Mike Travers coming in. Mm. Uh, we have Corey Brennan. Do you know any? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. All, all friends. Oh, okay, cool. So, is there anything we should ask any of them? Uh, ask Mike Travers what, sh- what inspires his music. <laughs> okay. Um, you better write that down. I will. Oh, yeah, Melissa. Melissa, Melissa here knows. we go. Look at this. Mike Travers. Yeah. What's ask uh, what inspires his music. It's a very broad <laughs> question. Uh, maybe, you know, something about his guitar. Yeah. Um, Does he name his guitar? Oh, I don't I know. I guess I'll ask him. Yeah, I'll be cool. Like, Philip or something? Yeah. I'm going to throw me tonight, <laughs> Philip. Just me and you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, what's his it? name? Had Lucille, BB King, or whatever. He oh, really? His guitar. I think it was BB King or Chuck Bear. It was, oh, no, it was BB King. One of them. Yeah. Oh, man. That's why uh, girl. But he named, named it Lucille. It's not Philip. It's not, you know, Brad the cello. Yeah, it's Lucille. I like it because it's intimate, you know? Yeah. I'm going to play you tonight. I'm going to strum you real right. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was a great B.B. King impression for yeah, everybody at home. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, Kevin does uh, usually, uh, impressions of B.B. King. <laughs> nice. Usually women do, like, they name yeah. their cars. Like, do you, do you name your car? Oh, that's such a woman move. I haven't named my car. Uh, that surprises me. 
See, that would have been funny because if you're like, Debbie got hit in the rear today, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Sure. But, uh, <laughs> all I right. was told it's good luck to name your car. I thought that was like a boat Oh, thing. yeah, maybe I think that is. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe oh, you should name her. Maybe yeah. you can name her now, you know. Yeah. It's like it's like when you don't name a cat for a year, you know. Right. You're just like, come on. This you just start does. naming names for a year. Like, buddy, Skittles. My friend Jessica absolutely had a cat named No Name. Oh, yeah? yeah a cat has no name? Cat's name was No Name. No Name. <laughs> yeah, it's, that seems like more effort than just not naming it. Um, I don't, I don't know. know. No, yeah. no name sounds like a name at a certain point. Yeah. It sounds like it's After definitely so not a good cat. Like you <laughs> yeah. know, what I'm saying that shit doesn't listen at all. I'm pretty sure she just let it out the door one day. Yeah, and terrible, let, terrible and let person. nature take its course. Absolutely terrible person. Just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was mauled by a coyote that night. Oh, oh, that's not, raised that's, by the trees. Yeah. Hey, maybe a wolf pack took him in, and he's doing these thriving. Right, Absolutely. exactly. You'd hope. Those are options. No name is a wolf now. Now, yeah, yeah now he's That's known as a wolf. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> he's been adopted know. by the wolf family. Or it's like one of those cats that like just like is like it lays on top of a pig every night, like on the stomach on a yeah, farm, and just eats itself. <laughs> I'm sure wherever no name is, he's a badass. Farm animals seem like the most friendly group of animals because yeah. there's so many different animals that just cohabitat. Well, you're right, and they don't know they're going to get slaughtered. You know, they're so free range. You know, they're just like, all right, because most people don't. Most people like just let it. Like they don't want to kill their farm animal. Like they get like eggs or milk, whatever. Yeah. But they just treat it like a pet. And I, that's so like beautiful. Like I had a friend. Yeah. I got a, there was I met a guy the other day that bought me a shot at the bar. I don't know him, but he uh, he had chickens. He was just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't want the chicken. I just like the eggs, and I like to pet them. And I was like, all right, dude. Like, was his name Kobe? No, no. <laughs> I work with a guy named Kobe. He has emu and llamas and what? Yeah. Alpacas. So the most exotic ones. Yeah, maybe. He, he had like a crocodile and shit. I don't know. Jesus. I think he got rid of the crocodile once it got to a certain I, size. I would, yeah, that's smart. Yeah, they get angry. I think. <laughs> yeah. It's the medulla oblongata or whatever, and the and the nature and the nature boy. I don't. These wild animals, man. I heard a story about a guy. He bought a snake and he slept with it every night. And then it like would stretch out every night to his length, and he's like, "That's cool." It, like wants to like lay next to me and like my length, and then it got it just was it was seeing how long it get, like if it was <laughs> yeah. long enough to eat him, and then it tried to eat him one night. I was gonna like, say Jesus. it sounds like he's just prepping, like meal prep. That's what he was doing. Yeah. yeah. Some of those snakes. I'm glad we're on. We have you on for the snake talk. Some of those snakes when they take their jaws off, like they eat like a like a fucking horse. Oh I my god! I would lose my mind. I've never even like I I, I was nothing to do with it. I was over. It was on like one of the Allegheny River trails or some shit, and I was like by the river, and there was just like a path that you walk on. And I turned and I like went to lean up against a tree, and there was a fucking snake that was like the size of a branch, just staring. Oh. At me. I would lose my whole mind. Like you know the pictures of uh, the Garden of Eden you see all the time yeah. with that fucking snake staring at. That was, was this motherfucker. Damn, bro. Can you imagine having that as a pet? Like, imagine, like, being a hoarder, too. Like, you're not even, like, a cleansy guy. Like, is that a condom or snakeskin? I don't know. Ew, <laughs> yeah, they kind of shrivel up similarly. <laughs> Disgusting. I, I don't recommend any pet with fangs. No. We have a raccoon we've named Ravioli at my house. Wow. Do you have a raccoon? Mm-hmm. I want a pet he raccoon. He's in your house? Cool. No, he's not in. Oh, uh, okay. okay. But he does well, that's show fair. up on garbage night because my thing, the, the lid never shuts. Oh. Never shot. Oh, damn. So he just, you put I all the good to, stuff at You put less in it? I put pork chops and all kinds of things on damn. the top. I feed him potato chips. Anything to keep him. You just like waddle on away like, all right, happy Thanksgiving. But he still does it. <laughs> so you put like decoy foods I next do. to the garbage pork, so he's interested. I put it interested right on top of the garbage. And the filet Oscar wow. next yes. to the. Yes. 
And he doesn't care. He still goes in for the garbage a little. Yeah. It deters him. Uh, damn it. He's becoming selfish. Yeah. yeah. He's getting greedy now. Yeah. He has a taste for it. I don't he's think. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, well, if this is what's on top, can you imagine what's inside? He's really yeah. cute now. I kind of like him. Yeah. What's his name? Butters? Ravioli. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, was, I don't know where I got that. Was that his first meal? Was a ravioli you saw him eat? No, we gave him pork chops. Oh, damn. Then why'd ravioli you pork come up? You like pork chops a lot. She likes giving them away, apparently. Yeah, they're not that good. Ra- ravioli. <laughs> The raccoon. Like Ravioli the raccoon. Oh, I like that. I That's like that cool. you said it like it made sense. Like I should have known better. <laughs> like, oh, the alliteration makes I mean, it fine. What do you mean? <laughs> okay. Thanks, Melissa. So, <laughs> Kevin, tell us a little bit. Uh, are you performing in other... Are you doing any shows? You said you were producing that. How do yeah. you like performing versus producing? Well, I mean, I perform on them, too. I try not you to produce usually, too many yeah. because I like to promote. Like, honestly, I like to give myself stage time and know. So, like, for instance, we're doing January 14th, and then I'm, I have one other show, like, right now uh, booked. It's my birthday. So my birthday is February 9th. Or, uh, that's my girlfriend's birthday. February 20th is my birthday. That was a nice slip up, though, man. Yeah. Because she's so part of you. You just consider <laughs> her birthday. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I try, you know, uh, the memory's finally kicking in, you know, yeah. if you ask me the other day, I'm like, ah, I think it's the sixth, uh, <laughs> but, uh, so my birthday's the 20th, so the 19th's actually a Saturday, so I'm bringing Zach and my, one of my best friends that we, like I was talking about, um, so he's coming in from Chicago to headline, I'm featuring, it's Hopewell Fire Hall, and then we got Samantha Bentley, I don't know if you know who that is, hosting. Another name. Uh, Corey Brennan is co-producing it with me, and he's gonna be on it, and then, uh, we got Diego Torado, so he was a guy I went to Second City with in Chicago. So he's gonna he's gonna be a special guest, and then there's two shows, seven and nine p.m. And then he's also filming from Three Angles, so it's like with like 4K like cinema camera, oh wow, so like and like a Netflix camera. So it's like that's why I love producing because you know I'm fine with doing shows, but I think the problem that I have with shows is like a lot of the ones that are like people starting out that I get booked on because like, think about think about it this way, right? Like. The older you get, the younger comics kind of look up to you, and they're like, all right, we know this guy's going to get a guaranteed laugh or whatever it is, and they just want to show respect and give you spots. But since they're starting out producing, they're not, they still have a lot to learn about building an audience. So, like, sometimes when you do these younger shows or whatever, they're good shows, but they're not getting as much as an audience or, like, the room isn't as big as you'd like or whatever. Um, so my thing is, like, I like to produce because then I can get film for, like, yeah. I've, I've, I've been doing this for almost eight years now, and, like, I have so much film in my whole career, and the reason is because I produce so many shows, and I make sure that I put the marketing behind getting a good audience in front of a good, you know, in a in a really good room, and just you know having my stuff together. I so. think having stuff on film is even bigger now than it could have been before. No, just, definitely. I, I, if you don't have a clip that somebody can see instantly, like right. that's huge to have. Well, and that's why I think it's interesting for me. Oh, excuse me. For where I'm at right now in my career, because I feel like a lot of people don't know. I only have, like, two clips on the internet. So a lot of people don't know much about my stand-up. They're like, oh, I see you're doing a lot of shows, but, like, are you are you funny yet, you know? Yeah. Starting out, like, I wasn't <laughs> the best. Um, but i just been, like, marinating it and, like, all right, when is the right time? But now that I'm realizing with this internet age, especially with stand-up, honestly, you, it's almost better for you to release the clip as soon as possible. And then if you work on that joke, that's cool. But, like, because if you put it on TikTok, it's not like all your audience is buying your tickets are going to see it. Right. So it's like it's always better to put it up, see if it works, and people like it, and then you build on that. Um, but if you don't put it out, then like two years from now, if I like wait, then now there's jokes that are like almost expired now, like people don't yeah. laugh as much, and also other comedians will get similar ideas because that's how the universe works. So it's like, you know, especially if it's a fart joke or something I, I, like that. Right? Have you ever had something like that where you we've 
had this idea and then you just see other people say something so similar. Cause I feel like I've had a number of ideas Yeah, and then I hear something, I'll just put something on and something so stupid, well, but, but it's, it's something that it's, I mean, everybody's experiencing the same world. Right. So you still notice the same things and people who think similarly, you're bound to think of the same things. Definitely. And I think that's why it comes down to like, eventually the, I don't know if I was telling this before, but like the, the longer you go, like, and I kind of, I would say I restart my material every year, but I restart my writing process. So I just start with, as if I had zero jokes, yeah. unless I'm doing legitimate shows. And I think the reason why I do that is because I get more and more involved of like who I am, what I should be writing about, what my thoughts are. Because when you're like writing about your thoughts on things and you're writing, about your life nobody really can take that i mean the thought thing obviously people can have similar thoughts right. especially if you're talking about like you know tiger king when that came out every right. tiger yeah, king yeah. joke you know yeah but yeah. like if if i'm talking about like you know seeing i was gonna you know i saw my first pair of boobs in a nightclub when i was 10 years old my dad was working the door you know my brother's working the back bar because my dad was gonna get a divorce and yeah you know Same. so no. <laughs> yeah. so like you know who's gonna talk about that you yeah. know like nobody can tell nobody can tell right, that right. same story yeah, yeah. So I just think that's more what it is. Like, I, definitely people have similar ideas. And some of the ones that you have that are super original, over time people will think of um, just because everybody's trying to think of something. But if you can just focus more and more about writing your story and what makes you unique, then then I think that's a hard thing to steal. Like, yeah. for me, I like act-outs. Like, I'm a big Jim Carrey fan. So I love writing act-outs of me doing, like, you know, I do, like, the stoned elliptical joke where I, like, look like a seahorse, you know, and I'm, like, just, like, riding elliptical. I'm, like, ah, you know, like, just stuff like that where it's, like, how do you imitate that? Like, how do you, <laughs> yeah. if somebody, if I saw somebody else doing that, I'm, like, well, you definitely Bath saw salts. me do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I slipped into my drink one time, you know. Just, yeah. uh, it's the silent killer, man. <laughs> Bath salts. No, I think that's Tide Pods. Yeah, right. that was a big thing for a while too. But yeah, I think really. I think that's good advice to do like the the stuff that's personal to you because like with the you know TikToks everywhere. I mean, that sounds like such an old man sentence, but like <laughs> TikTok is so prevalent, uh, and just the reels on Facebook and Instagram, like they want. If you can't get your joke out in your premise in 15 seconds right. immediately and some yeah. cleavage probably, then nobody's <laughs> watching it. Right. So it's like, I like that though. You have honest. to get it out Definitely. immediately. Yeah. And I think uh, the reason why I like that is because that's what the comedy store is like. If you literally sit up there for 10 seconds and you don't get one laugh at the comedy store, they're like, all right, get the guy the fuck off stage, you know? Right. And I'm sure New York's worse. I, the, New York's the only scene that I haven't, I don't know, explored and really got stage time. And I, I'm like, I'm working on it. I'm like, what is, when do I want to go? And I want to go next year. So I'm thinking about like producing one show and then trying to hop on like two others just so I can maximize my time there. But it's just like, you know, I think with a place like that, that everybody's a doctor. They already didn't sleep. They're like, I just want to get a little bit of laughter because it's a sad day. And then, you know, so they're up 20 hours later. And if you don't make them <laughs> laugh in 10 seconds, like, get them off. Right. You're like, all right, geez, no. <laughs> At first, you have to make them laugh. Then maybe you could drag it out a little. Yeah. That's why I like it. I mean, that's why, like, you're like, your voice cracked. I'm like, I, I like to start off a sentence just like, hey, how? How are you? You know, <laughs> yeah. they were like, what the fuck? No, okay. it gets their attention, though. Yeah, exactly. Because you're like, all right, this guy isn't just a normal guy. This guy is, like, putting in art, you know? Yeah. It's like it's some kind of weird effort. Yeah. They're like, you don't know if he's your respect or, like, this guy needs help, but I'm here for it. Where do you see uh, locally where the best audiences are? Uh, have you done open mics around here re recently? Uh, Yeah, I've done a few. I would say... So Joey runs a mic on Tuesdays at Willow Station. Uh, I don't know exactly what the area that is. I would say... Uh, it's like near West Mifflin though. Okay. Um, but it's, 
it's a pretty good open mic and a good audience, and I, I like that for like that area. I didn't really know if that area had a good, you know, like Cannonsburg maybe it, so, okay. similar to that area. Is, is do you see? And I'll let you answer the question. But I like but Lawrence, while I'm uh, thinking of it, before I, I'm sorry to cut you off, Lawrenceville. Let's say no. Oh, okay. Um, do you see different clubs? And I, I would assume it's yes. Uh, different areas have a different age demographics that'll come out for shows, or are they like yeah. all you know, like you said, fifty-five year old men. Yeah, I would say <laughs> it depends on the yeah. The, Melissa's the, gonna get into comedy now. That's sugar daddy age. Man. No, seriously, yeah, that's the way to go. VFWs. Uh, but I, I think that's what it comes down to is like, what is the venue? Because if it's like a hipstery venue or like you know Lawrenceville, if you do any venue in Lawrenceville, not that there's that really that many. That's why like it's so hipster because you do like a restaurant or something. Yeah, um, you're gonna get well, a nice there, mix. There used to be ham bones down there, right? Ham bones. That's and, where I started. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then what? What happened? What's the story with ham bones? I don't know if you would know. I mean, I don't, you're not yeah, well, a historian so, on Hambones. Yeah, so the, oh, oh, so Hambones was. So they turned it into Burning Bridges. Uh, it was ran by Derek Minto and Amanda Averill, and um, that's where I started. And then they turned it into a club, and the owner ended up passing away. So they, uh, yeah, so that's kind of the story behind it is he passed away, and they weren't able to like, run anything there anymore. They actually had to shut it down. So um, very unfortunate because it was like that was the place on Thursday. That was like the mic every week that every community came to. Like you would have a list that was not like the comedy store, but I would say I've definitely seen 60 people sign up for that mic before. Yeah. And like for Pittsburgh, that is like, you're like, there's six people that want to get on the yeah. microphone. This is like <laughs> sick. Um, but yeah, I would say Lawrenceville is a really nice demographic because a lot of people from Oakland kind of hang out in Lawrenceville. Um, and Oakland is like similar. It's like college. But co- the problem with college kids is, like, I like younger demographics. The problem is they get so wasted that, like, yeah. it's disrespectful at times. They'll just yeah. talk too loud and act like you're not there because they want attention. Um, you know, well, That's why I'm kind of interested in where the best audience is. Like, I would, I mean, the, honestly, the mo- the Pittsburgh Improv or Arcade Comedy Theater in, like, this area, yeah. I would say are the two places. Because the Pittsburgh Improv, like, the last time I did it, I opened up for David Lucas. So he's a door guy at the comedy store. I opened up for him at the Improv in August. And it was the most diverse audience I've ever seen, you know? Yeah. So they had, there was a lot of younger people like in the front that wanted to get picked on, you know, that were trying to like shout out so they can get picked on because David R- Luke is a roaster. Um, but then there was a lot of older people in like the sides. It was just a very good like mix of a demographic. And I like that a lot. And I think the Pittsburgh improv, like you think of the improv, like I'm going to go to a good show. Yeah. Um, Arcade comedy theater uh, ran by Jason Clark, a couple other people. Um, they have, they have really good, like, they, they sell out a lot of shows, and all of my friends that I go, like, that I know that go there, they're like, these audiences are insane. Like, they're ready to laugh. Yeah. And I honestly, it's going to sound weird. I've given, like, Jason gave me, like, a tour. Like, I came back for uh, a tour in 2019, and he gave me, me and uh, Zach, and a couple of people, a tour of the venue. I've never actually, like, gone, like, I've never performed there before. Yeah. So that's, like, one place that I really want to perform just because, I don't know. I'm, it's a very exciting place to be. But, um, yeah, I'd say those two places were the top venues, but, like, it really just like, if you go to a VFW, like you got to know you're going to be in front of an older crowd. Yeah, it's a VFW, yeah, right? Um, but you know that they're probably going to spend money and they're going to like it's going to be probably packed because yeah. they want to spend the money to get laughter and yeah. you know they're thinking about World War II too much and they just really want to get something. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but uh, well, I would assume that know. going where like even if there's 30 people who want to listen to it is better than 100 people who are just there. Right. Yeah. Uh, definitely. And I, I really, we're living in this time though. We're like. Even me, like, I stopped producing as much because it's so risky now. You know, like, Chicago, they were doing, like, half capacity. They were doing full masks. Yeah. You know, so I was supposed to do album recordings in Chicago and a couple other places in the middle, like, that area. And we, I canceled all of them because we would have had full masks and half capacity. And it was very unfortunate. So I was like, you know, this is a place where, 
You know, I don't know. Like you just you, you got to know what you're getting yourself into. So I like Chicago audiences a lot because a lot of younger demographic. There's a place called the Lincoln Lodge, yeah. and uh, that's like basically where I like to produce the most right now. It's a it's a sick club. There's like three rooms in Chicago. And it's like a mini comedy store, and all of the top Chicago comedians are starting to go there now. And like a lot of touring comedians, like Judd Apatow did it, and a couple other people. Um, but they just that audience is really young. It's like honestly like 25 year olds. Oh, it's wow. like a lot of 25 year olds. And then some of the shows that I like, I produced a show with Joey there that I headlined in uh, September. And like there was like I would say half the crowd was like 45 to 55, but then the other half was a 25, and it was a perfect mix. Yeah, I was also it was also a weed show, and I was ripped out of my mind. But <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, yeah. so I was like. And then the people came up to me, the adults came up to me like, hey, that was actually pretty solid. It started off a little weird, but, you know, I can tell you it ripped out of your mind. And then once you got in, you know, focused, it was awesome. I was like, hey, man, thank you for being yeah. 55 and appreciating weed. You know? <laughs> yeah. Joey was talking when he was in here. I don't know if he's still doing it, but he was talking about doing THC's shows. Yeah. You know so, yeah. So that's the show that we produced. So oh, basically, okay. it's like, like that. Yeah. So basically what happens is, you know, a few comedians go up and they – you know, they're supposed to like take drops. Like they, there's like this, the sponsor and they give yeah. like this weed kind of droplets. So you take it before you're set. And then, uh, and then there's like edible giveaways and a couple giveaways for the crowd. Yeah. And then the headliner could decide what they want to do. But then wait, what, what happens is I think, actually I think it's, they, they do it with however they want. And then there's a THC spot. And then that's the one where like, if you get chosen by the crowd, if you have a good set, then that's where like, you're supposed to take an edible or take like the trinkets, yeah. you know? And um, then you just come back up and you're trinkets. supposed to talk. Yeah, or you it's like, like five minutes. Yeah, whatever the droplets. Uh, oh, that's actually. A so thing. then, yeah, so it's like, yeah, so they basically you just riff off the crowd for that set. Okay. And I, I don't know. Usually, though, all the comedians are ripped out of their mind by the oh, time. Oh, I feel the like that happens, would be so. like one of the least stressful ones because right. the mindset you're in, plus like the the expectation has to be managed there. Like you're, you know, you're coming up and just talking to somebody who's gone. Yeah, yeah. I think my problem was when I headlined. I, this is always a problem when I smoke weed and perform. I think sometimes I like do it too quick before like my performance so i was like producing the whole thing and joey was able to make it so i was like making sure that all the audience was good i did the door i was in the tickets you know i was making sure the comedians were all good and then the show started and like two uh, one person before my set i went out and smoked like three hits of a joint and i got like a 28 percent thc weed that yeah. night and chicago weed and la weed are way different than pittsburgh weed and i just got so ripped and i smelled so bad that like it was just i got up there and they were like fuck like you know like there's I zero like they could read my mind yeah you know? like, was, there's zero percent chance i could focus for five like doing even if it was five minutes let alone 10 or something more i couldn't do that long and just focus for five minutes on the things that i needed to say i would just i would be like this microphone is fuzzy and then start well that's why it's that. awesome honestly because yeah. it was like i did i did do 20 minutes and that's not a lot for like a headlining spot but and i probably could have done more i was just like this is the perfect amount everybody had a good set and Basically, what happened was I, I had this giant notebook. Like, I'm, I'm trying to work on an hour. I really want to headline an hour. And that's what I'm like, the goal has been recently. And so I had this giant notebook full of my 45, like, trying to, like, you know, what can I piece together through this whole set of new stuff or old stuff? And then I got up there, and I didn't look at my notes once. I didn't, like, think about jokes. I literally just knew my jokes well enough that I did what came to me. And then when I felt like the crowd was going away, I would, like, pause for a second and be like, Hey, sir, how you doing? Yeah. You know, and then I would just get into them and then we'll lead into something else that I could think of. And honestly, so it ended up being this like roadmap where it just mixed all my material together just because I knew it, a lot of it, you know. Yeah. And then a lot of it was like also just asking the crowd how they were doing. Like I was supposed to do, I was trying to work on this bit. I don't know if I'm going to keep it or not, but it's basically like 
Dr. Phil giving therapy, you know, like just giving advice. So I'm like, what is something you're going through? And this one guy was like, you know, he's like, uh, I just had uh, three babies with three different women. And I'm like, Jesus. I was like, I feel like I just got shot, you know? And like, I didn't even like, I didn't even give advice. I was just roasting. I'm like, God, oh, man, how do you feel? You know, like, I'm yeah. sorry. Um, but I, but the whole thing was like, I was like, oh yeah, that's how you're feeling, huh? You know, like just trying yeah. to like really get into it. And, uh, yeah, so it just ended up being a lot of fun because you can mix in your material. When you know your material well enough and you mix it in, it's just, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. What 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 was the hardest part for you starting, like, the writing of the material? Or the are you cool with, have you always been cool with being in a microphone? Because, like, I know growing mm-hmm. up, I hated reading in, like, class. Like, I, did, I wouldn't want to get up in front of the class and tell a presentation. I get yeah, uncomfortable talking in front of groups of people. If I'm at work, and talking to a party, like, because I, I'll work in a restaurant. Yeah. So if I'm talking to a party with, like, over 15 people, I'll, like, listen to myself and then get in my own head and I'll be like, why are you talking? Yeah. Like, and then I'll, like, think of stupid shit, too, because I'm like, well, none of the words you're saying mean anything. They're just sounds. And That's actually kind of funny be- itself, though. Like, if you sit on a microphone, <laughs> you're, like, knocking on the like, why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah. I could hear, like. These are just noises we've agreed it. upon, mean things. Wrong. Come on, Chris, get it together, my man. You know, <laughs> and like, then I'm like, oh, I've been sweating into this pot roast for 20 minutes. <laughs> I should talk. No, I won't do it at all. I literally won't. Scott won't even be on my party, and I will go find him to make uh, Scott, the announcement. Scott, for, for background, because there's thousands of people that listen to this, Melissa. <laughs> okay. Scott is a co-worker who works with me and Melissa. We're all servers. So okay. Scott's usually the go-to. Like uh, you go, he gets the dirty work, yeah, like okay. the shit the that nobody work. wants yeah. to do. Like, go talk to her. She's a psycho. That's Scott work. Yeah. Go change the light bulb. Go change the fucking air this conditioner. This crazy about wine. Go talk to her. Deal <laughs> yeah. with her. Damn. But yes, I'd get him for parties, even when he's not on them. Yes, you will make not a dollar off of this, but go announce the food. Yeah. But he's excited yeah. about it, you know. Like he he's, keeps that at positive attitude. He and knows sales his role. Pitch. Yeah. He knows his role. Yeah. I don't know if he's excited, but he knows it. So hey, that's a good person to have—the grinder or whatever. I don't know. What we want to call yeah. that guy. We the call him grinder cleaner. for other reasons. Yeah, we call him a lot of things. Yeah. Um, but what what was like the hardest part for you to get into it to to have that confidence and persona yeah. or the writing of the actual material? Uh, I definitely think the confidence was pretty easy for me. I think I'm a good like sale. I've always been a good salesman. So like putting yeah. up myself on stage, I'm like I'm funny. Laugh, you know. People are like, all right, maybe he is, you know. Yeah. So I'm, that's not a hard part. I think it was more getting in front of like a larger crowd at first, and then I realized like after time, especially getting better at writing, that like the larger the audience comes, the better because then there's like waves of laughter and you can breathe yeah. and you can just focus on statements like one sentence at a time instead of like trying like a podcast is different. Oh, yeah. You're talking with, you know, a lot, but, um, but it, you know, so I got comfortable after a while, but yeah, that first performance it's on YouTube actually. Like if you look up just Kevin Budkey, I'm in a green power ranger outfit. I was just very nervous. And You're I was, a power ranger fan. The green yeah, one's the well, best. If he's like, he, my, basically my manager <laughs> at the time, my manager was like, well, I used to go to this comedy club in Dallas and we'd throw tomatoes if they weren't funny. You know, like like they had these like it was like a, it was like a like gimmick. Real it was like thing? a gimmick show, but it was real tomatoes, I guess. Yeah, is that where Actual the is that where the that cliche, the trope came from of throwing tomatoes at comedians? I think so, probably, I don't know. Yeah, I, I never mean, understood that. You see that in like uh, you know the old Scooby Doo with yeah, uh, the like Globetrotters. Trotters babies. Yeah. When they used to throw it at Fon- <laughs> what was his name, Fonzie? No. Fonzie, Fonzie, or Gonzo, F- maybe. Fonzie Bear. Fonzie was a comedian bear. First, yes. Fonzie yeah, was uh, Henry Wrinkler and uh, Happy Wait, Days. Was the comedian bear? Fonzie. Fonzie, Fonzie bear. Waka, absolute, waka, waka, bro. That's absolutely what I'm speaking of. <laughs> okay. 
You like huh. Muppet Babies? Sure, yeah. absolutely. Why would I not? Do you ever see the one where they got writer's block and they had actual blocks? Oh, no, my God. That's like a repressed memory I have. I think something happened I to me that day. Yeah. mom was never seen. Like, my uncle touched me or something, her, because her that memory is stuck. Oh, my goodness. You only ever saw the Muppet, ba- Muppet oh. Babies mom's socks and shoes. The striped socks. <laughs> the striped socks and the stride rights. <laughs> yeah? Yes. Is that what she was wearing? I feel like they were Well, I don't even know before. what half the Muppets are. Like, I understand you're a bear and you're a frog, but Gonzo is just what? Oh, well, Muppets I guess for the old school backyard again. I mean, bro, I know who they are, but I'm saying what? Why? Why is there a bear? There's Miss Piggy, bro. Don't talk to me about the fucking Muppets. I feel like I'm learning about the Beatles right now. <laughs> why? Gonzo, Kermit. There's Fozzie. You don't even know fucking Fozzie, Miss Piggy, bro. Everybody and then you had fu- Piggy Crest. Yeah, and then you had Professor Honey doing Beaker. Okay. Oh, I knew Beaker. But I don't know about if I knew Professor. It was Honey Kermit. Too. Kermit was a Muppet, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he was like there's the, there's he was the John or whatever. Lennon, there was the Muppets you know? and then the Muppet Babies. Oh, the Muppet Babies. Yeah, but Damn. spoiler alert: they used the same fucking cast, man, as yeah. babies. Well, the right. Muppets made a bunch of money, and then they were like, "Oh yeah, yeah we're making kids," you know. Yeah. And then they were like, "Oh, oh yeah, sure. that was right." <laughs> where it's like, let's di- uh, GI Joe, you get a show. Fucking Sonic, right. you get a show. Right. Fucking Ninja Turtles, you get a show. And any, Everybody any, got a show. If you, you were a toy, show. you, you got a, a fucking show. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Kermit the Frog was like the John Lennon. He was like, I want my own show. You know? Yeah. Whatever. Kermit my, deserved my, it. Miss Kermit Piggy's, Miss Yoko. Piggy deserved it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. They were like Peppy Le Pew. You don't know shit about the Muppet Babies. I learned so much today. This is a very, I didn't know it was an educational show. Yeah. Well, we don't like to put it out there, but it is. It's a learning experience. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, we know a little about a lot. Yeah, oh, that's good. I didn't know that <laughs> much that, about the Muppets. That's so. the expression. Is yeah. that your new phrase? Sure. Melissa, we Absolutely. know a little about a lot. Yeah. Learn a little bit about a lot. It's very diverse. So, Kevin, you were you were talking about though you had yes, something on YouTube. Yeah, I'm sorry, Melissa. We're sorry. sorry. We're gonna we're gonna put a <laughs> fucking a, a mark. What's this expression? Put a pen in it for the a Muppet a pin, Babies. A pin or pen? I don't know. I don't Whatever know. it is. Whatever it is. Phrase. Yeah, we'll get back to it. Yeah. Um, but Kevin, you said that we could find your <laughs> clip on YouTube or whatever. Where can everybody find your stuff? Uh, just Kevin Bud, Kevin B U D K U Y. So if you go on like the Facebook page, like for the shows, go on like Eventbrite, look up Kevin Bud Key or, you know, look up Stay Happy Comedy because that's like the pages that it's on. Um, but yeah, Kevin Bud, Kevin B U D K U Y on Instagram, so Facebook. K U Y. No, K E Y. B U D K U. No, B U D K E Y. Bud Key. K E Y. I'm sorry. Bud, bud key. You need bud, bud uh, and you need your key. Exactly. And that's a weekend. Right. <laughs> I, uh, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Fair. So, yeah, that first performance, my my manager was like, hey, like you should dress up. And then I was like, well, I don't want to dress up serious. So I dressed up as a Power Ranger because I was like, then they won't take me serious. And I wanted that. Yeah. I was thinking like Will Ferrell, you know, when he shows up on, like the Tonight Show, he's like wearing like a cape. And you're like, the fuck? I love it. You know? Did you address it at all? Because I feel yeah, like yeah, it was ba- like the first thing I said, like, you know, they use, like why do they put foam to make your muscles look bigger? But they don't put foam to make your schwans look bigger. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. I apologize for the mediocre penis. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that was like the, one of my first punchlines. I was like, hell yeah, this is what I would do for the rest of my life. They did. Fucking Tommy the Green Ranger should just have like a tube steak in his fucking thigh. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Really though. That's I mean, why, why not? That's my problem with the, with the fucking costume. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. I'm glad I finally have a platform to bring it up. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Can't wear the Power Ranger costume. If it was Trini or Kimberly, the yellow <laughs> or the pink, man, whatever. Okay? Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. 
You go with one of the, the mouths? Green, but not Zach, the, green. the black one? I bet he had a third leg. Oh, I bet he did. <laughs> Tripod. <laughs> oh, no, I bet it was the Blue Rangers, like the surprise. Yeah, There's the yeah. glasses on. You're like, oh, what do we look like from the waist down? Like, holy crap. Uh, Billy. <laughs> He's the one, the he wore Ranger. glasses. He wore glasses the double chair. That's, that's the most. He's a savage. He was pretty quiet, too. Yeah. yeah. It's always the quiet ones quiet, that get you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, is that uh, what it is, Melissa? Absolutely. I think the weirdest part was before I performed, like it's my first set ever, so I didn't know any of these people. It was the weirdest part was like everybody was asking, like, can I try on the glove? And I was like, all right, dude. So like people were just <laughs> trying on the white glove, you know, just to yeah. feel good about it. And I was like, this is the weirdest shit I've ever experienced in my life. And then I found out everybody was a big fan of like Power Rangers and comics and stuff. So <laughs> but, uh, they went to the comic thing thinking it was comic story, comics. not that. Right, right. And they were like, oh, wow. That's a better written joke than verbal. There was Comic Con <laughs> in Pittsburgh last weekend. Did anyone last weekend? Yeah. Oh, wow. Was Rob Schneider there? Was it co- yes, he was. Oh, wait, oh we'll goodness. do the Melissa News. Oh, that's why he's at the Emperor. Melissa News. Say it into the mic deep. It was Melissa News. Yeah. <laughs> Great cash, homie. Yeah. That was, that was Shay's news, but as you see, Shay. Yeah. Where's Shay at now? Let's take a bet right now. Do you see, I point with two fingers now because it's classier. It's definitely classier. Pinky and the point. I do, man. I like it. Pinky, when in doubt, pinky out. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No I'll make doubt. your night with this. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, was I, what was I just talking about? I can't even remember. Oh, do you think Shay will listen to this? Shay? Yeah, she'll probably be appalled. I don't think Shay has listened to any show that she's not been on. Why isn't she on? Is she on vacation? Has she ever break? been on? She's not feeling well. And oh, she, yeah. sorry. I'm no, Shay, better, Shay's Shay. a beast. She's here all the time. Um, but I uh, asked if she listened because I did the damn with Danny podcast and I asked if yeah. she listened. She did not because oh, she man. wasn't involved, man. Damn, that's and I was like, I complimented you up and down, Shay. You know what I think it is? I think she's upset that the fortune teller wasn't real. <laughs> oh, that's exactly right because we were talking about that. What fortune teller? Has Danae been on? No, not her. I mean, Danae was on. Danae has been accurate with her, her stuff. Oh, Danae's a beast. Yeah. I, need, I need a Danae reading coming up soon. Yeah. Well, she, you know, so when Danny was on, so like, uh, so Danny Coffin, that she was on a couple episodes. That's my girlfriend. She, uh, shout out. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to her I podcast, like Damon Danny that. Podcast. Um, sorry, what? I feel like I remember that ish. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah talk- <laughs> Danny yeah, came so they on talked about it, yeah. in the beginning of November, probably. I think she came on right either before or after Joey Burst did. Um, yeah, as we after that, I think. But I did her show. Uh, she moved to Pittsburgh, what, just like a month ago or whatever. Yeah, we moved to uh, December 1st. Yeah. Um, so she moved into the area and she uh, asked to do the show. I asked her to do my show and I was like, I'll do your show. And so we agreed to do it because she's starting out too. She's kind of like in, in the same area that I'm in, but she's doing, doing her, the podcast or whatever. And, uh, when she came on, Shay was talking about a psychic or a medium or something like that. Right. And, uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't Danae. When Danae was on, she was right. But I, that's what I was saying. The egghead who used to do the show with us. Uh, she predicted something from him, and we haven't heard anything back from him. So, oh man, Enough. no, I don't know. It's something to joke about because I feel like you know, I, I don't like when a fortune teller was like, "All right, uh, you have a cousin. He, it either starts with E, F, G, N, Q, P, or Z." You're like, "Oh my God, Zeke!" <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm getting strong <laughs> vowels. Yeah, Danae's actually pretty legit, unless it's a Y, which is sometimes a vowel, so I might be vague getting a Y. What's your opinion on why being sometimes a vowel, Melissa? That it's not. It's yeah, not? Do you think it's, it's not? I would say it's never. 
It's Whoa. never. The word sky, man. Conspiracy theories. I think it's either a vowel or it's it not would a vowel. It be a vowel if it was spelled S-K-I, but that's ski. That's ski. That's a different word. It's S-K-Y. What's the vowel in sky? There is that one. There's, mm. not, there's just not one. There's just a word that doesn't exist. It's sometimes a vowel. They claim that it's sometimes a vowel. Then you call it ski. No, I call it sky because I read like if what, you put what a are vowel you talking about? Sky, it's then ski. Yeah, but do you know how it's A E I O and you? And I'm sorry, Kevin, that you have to witness her stupidity. No, I don't know what a vowel is. So. If the word was S K I, then we now have ski. Like I don't understand how that's stupid, bro. That's do you know how they? Do you know when they're listing that. vowels? A E I O and U, and then they say and sometimes Y. No, they don't. How do you spell the word sky, man? I think they say that. I think that was like a part of the phrase for a while, but I think it's one of those ones where they just did it. It's like saying that cigarettes were good for you, and they're like, after a while, they back out. They're like, I don't know. Yeah, they we took the cocaine mind. out of the cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The cocaine obviously became popular, or Coke, like Coca-Cola became popular because of the cocaine, and now they're still advertising it. It's like, well, it still sells, but they, people don't, they know it's not in anymore, but yeah. they still sell. It's like four locos, you know? That's how they sell Coke now. I'm, Coca-Cola is, uh, That's my mom. they're like they're best Coke in. ever. What? That's my mom. Four locos are still in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. so delicious. She's I mean, a big fan. Yeah. yeah. You just oh, don't overdose on them broad. anymore. My mom is a classy <laughs> You have to be. Good old Brenda. She, she's not doing two or three locos. Not not one of those, man. No, she's four, going four. Four, four locos. Yeah, four locos. She plays no games. Thank you, Melissa. Anytime. Anyway. <laughs> why is sometimes a vowel? I'm glad we talked about it for it's eight minutes. It's never a vowel. Bro, okay. we'll, we'll discuss it, it off it's the show. Myth. Because everybody listening has already stopped. Um <laughs> We're going to talk to Kevin about one more important thing because when Danny was on, I can't remember who I asked her least favorite movie character was, but I ask yeah. every guest this. Melissa, I'll ask you the same question because you're not normally on the show. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Who's your least favorite movie Am character? I'm, I'm glad you listened to any part of this show that you're currently on. I've listened to like a good 45 We've, minutes yeah. one time. Yeah. Did you? What show did you listen to? The one where you said you talked about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I got to listen. I got to listen. 30 minutes just to listen. <laughs> yeah. And then I still fell off and never heard my name once. Yeah, it was um, at the end. That's it was probably around the. Yeah, actually, yeah, enjoy, yeah, yeah, they actually have to I enjoy the part. <laughs> I had to listen to all of it and support you. My bad. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I asked all the guests that come on, or I yeah. tried to, um, who their least favorite movie character is. And I don't mean like a bad character. You know, somebody, yeah. you know, Hitler has been in movies. Okay. We're not, right, right. we're not saying Hitler. We, I don't want to speak on, on, on behalf of Kevin, but I feel like most of us agree that Hitler's a bad dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just like brought up the God's name in vain, you know, yeah. <laughs> I call him Adolf. Don't fucking say it. <laughs> but, uh, I call him a, yeah. his favorite movie character. Yeah. So, yeah, do you want to go first? I don't know. I, don't she know. I mean, kind of have them already well, figured out. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go. get the good answer first, yeah. and then we'll <laughs> please, have you please. side to your fucking be like, yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. Yeah, Probably not, but maybe. For for the show. for Well, we have a top three, but we really have a top four. A top ah, maybe top five. Four, even. Maybe we'll go top five, because after former guests have been on, uh, we've, we've changed it. So I think number five, we're coming at, oh, if I spelled that, I would have killed myself. Um, the Wizard from The Wizard of Oz. 
Uh, oh, yeah, because he's just a scam. You know? Dude, he is the whole fucking yeah. time. And the, we were talking about fortune tellers. In the beginning, this is, I'm going to get very passionate <laughs> yeah, for the next half an hour. Um, <laughs> if it lasts this, this serious Dude, about this. listen to it. The, the Wizard, have you seen The Wizard of Oz? Yeah. In the beginning, all the fucking characters in the dream were based off of real people. He's a fucking swindler. He's a fucking con artist that pulled over. And then she, he's like, close your eyes, Dorothy. And then while her eyes are closed, he goes in her fucking bag or fucking basket sees not aunt may what's aunt annie m and sees is like oh there's a woman an old woman that cares for you very much and go home and all that shit and then she gets hit with the fucking thing but anyway the wizard's a fucking liar because he says to the tin man you'll get a heart he says to the scarecrow you'll get a brain he tells fucking cowardly lie you'll get the nerve he, he's a fucking liar. And, and then he says, he knows that he has none of the fucking things for him, though. And he says, go get the fucking broom from the Wicked Witch, thinking, go fucking die. Yeah. And then they come back with it, and he's like, what? I'm just a man. Here's a fucking watch. He's a dick. Number four. All right, before, hold on. Before <laughs> we end that, I would just say, I, as much as he's a dick and a liar, and maybe he'd like <laughs> seem like he was cooler than he was, they still have like flying creatures and a fucking lion man. There's munchkins you know? in this movie. You haven't even <laughs> yeah, discussed. like maybe he's the scam, but like the munchkins, the munchkins are the winner here. On trees in the back. Yeah, they're all weird, but they are who they are. Like, does the flying monkey ever pretend to be anything other than the flying monkey? He is what he is. He's I mean, pure that's gangster, though. Yeah, like uh, just the fact that you got wings and you're flying up to this castle and then you're eating people or something. You know, I don't know what they're eating, but you know, yeah, I but. think they're vegan. That just makes like that guy almost look cooler, because or like like make a hundred times worse, because it's like, oh wow, you're faking the powers. Yeah. These other creatures actually have the powers. Yeah, man. Who the fuck is the wizard? He just has the fucking diploma, the fake diploma or whatever. Anyway, bastard. Number four from Indiana Jones, the Asian kid, short round. Oh, why, dude? He's so annoying. Doctor Jones, Doctor Jones, shut the fuck up, man. Doesn't he like save the day though? I mean, he obviously gets Temple saved. Of Doom I mean, he also fucks up the mission like nine <laughs> times, but like still, come on. Because then he went from like, didn't he go from uh, the Goonies? Yeah. And then he had like, he got, gained his superpowers, you know, his Spider-Man abilities. And then he went to, you know, Indiana Jones and became a star. You know? I think he gets in the way more than he helps. Yeah, but like that's the comedic value. I I'd rather see some kid like trip and like get bitten by a rattlesnake and saved by Indiana he's Jones an, than just Indiana Jones. Yeah, no, I got you. But he's annoying as fuck. And I feel like maybe a little, you know, a third of the Dr. Joneses would have got the the point across. No, that's fair. That's I've fair. literally never watched okay. any Indiana yeah. Jones. It's yeah. way too white for you, man. I'm looking I over you nothing. because that's how I talk. I, did I know you do. That's why I'm, I'm killing time while you I think. I just want to say that I got my ancestry DNA yesterday. Oh, my yeah. God. White as hell. What? I'm Scottish. I'm Whoa. German. Whoa. English. Nah. Wales. W- Wales. I mean, I'm just. Yeah. What is? Well, what is Wales? She's Welsh. I'm white as hell. That's like a. Oh, that's, that's like a I country. Wales. Sure. Yeah, Wales is. Like I've the, heard of Wales. I just know what it was. I thought it was just a creature that had to do with like yeah. it had like a land I mean, just I full of whales. It's by water. Eight like percent like Italian Turkey. Something. Some kind of something. Wales Not is you south have of a Scotland. Bit, yeah. I mean, I'm I get, just white as hell. Yeah. Well, respect. I, I literally uh, only got it to try to prove Wales is super white. Oh, to try to so prove. Wait, were you trying but to I prove? I was more Jewish than Aaron. Oh. Are you Jewish at all? I'm nothing. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> oh, that sucks. You're like, <laughs> no, I got the Jew should... card, baby, and then yeah. you don't at all. None That's all. You actually enslaved the Jews. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> just white is hell. Just very boring. 
Yeah. Damn. I'm sorry. I have really big lips. I just really want to like find something cool in my gene pool, you know, like just I a little bit of North America or North Africa or like something that's just like, you're like, dang, like, okay. Like, obviously I don't want to say the N word or anything, but like, I just want to <laughs> Never have, that. No, exactly. Never, never do anything. That's no, good no, advice. Exactly. Absolutely. No, exactly. Advice. Like I have a lot of respect, but I, I, it's more of the fact that I just, I, why do I have lips this big? They cannot be just a normal I thing. I have big to lips get. also. It gets- that's true. You do. I'm just don't I wouldn't know, Melissa. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. Well, I'll ask Mary Kay for your lips. Oh, those lips. Oh, my God. She's wearing pink for a reason. <laughs> Good job, Melissa. You You're driving the terrible. Cadillac around the, the <laughs> Mary Kay? Chrysler. Oh, Chrysler. 300. <laughs> <laughs> the other old lady Cadillac. <laughs> yeah. Before I was rudely interrupted. I'm, so <laughs> I'm kidding. Sorry. Let me get back to the Asian kid, okay? No. After the show, number three, like, you don't interrupt. Yeah, Kevin, we'll, we'll get back to your lips in one minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. Melissa, wanna. we'll get back to. Oh, I regret yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Number three, Donner from Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. He's a dick. Watch the movie. It's Whoa. tis the season. Okay, there you go. That's a good and season. Rudolph. Yeah, it did. Donner's the dick. Donner's a dick. Yeah. Rudolph's dad. He's like, who the fuck are you with that red nose? Cover this shit up, and I don't fucking know you. And then he almost gets eaten by the fucking abominable snowman. Watch mm-hmm. it. I watched he it last night, man. I'm not trashing Rudolph. I'm trashing his no, fucking saying, poor no. father figure. Oh, wow. If you pursue stand-up, you're going to run in a lot of Donners. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your red nose sucks. You're like, oh, you wish you had the red nose. <laughs> yeah. Tis well, one foggy night, man. And then who's laughing now? Yeah, exactly, exactly, Melissa. Exactly. Exactly. Whatever Chris says. <laughs> Do you have one? Number two, Grandpa Joe. Number one, Jenny. Whoa. Wait, Jenny from what? Forrest Gump. Oh, Jenny. Oh, no. Yeah, Jenny she deserves to be number bad. one. Yo, yeah, fuck she you, is man. It's, we can agree it's on Jenny. It's so universal. Yes, everybody hates Jenny. That Dude, bitch. Jenny sucks. I'm glad that you've seen what? the movie. Because Shay hasn't even bitch. seen Forrest Gump. Shay has never seen Forrest Gump. Uh, well, now you're kidding no. me. That's a weird one to sell on people, though. You know, you got to see this. I'm telling you. <laughs> you feel bad for yourself. Wait till you see this. Yeah, Jenny's clearly a cunt. Dude, she sucks. Oh, oh sure. man. She uses like, him the whole fucking let time. Let me go get AIDS, and then I'll come back after I just didn't want to talk over that, so I could save that drop and then put it on the computer. Let me go get AIDS, and then we'll come back. Perfect. <laughs> and save. Um, but no, for sure, that is the, the case. And she has fucking Forrest Kid that she believes is Forrest. She names him Forrest. Yeah. He's not Forrest. You know he's not. But she doesn't even That's tell Forrest about him until she's fucking deep in AIDS. Oh. Jenny was such a whore. Oh. Like, he was alive for six years or four years or write whatever. i in my notes. Jenny... Was a whore. Yeah. Oh, it's well documented. And Grandpa Joe sucks, obviously. That's been well documented on the show as well. Well, But Kevin, we'll give you the floor. Well, I guess mine are two, like, semi-likable at least. Uh, The first one, we don't have to, uh, I don't want to talk about, you know? I just want to get it (laughs) out there because I was just trying to think, you know, first. But I was thinking, like, I don't, I like Batman, don't be wrong, but I don't like Batman because he's basically like an emo Iron Man, you know? <laughs> yeah. You're saying. All right. He is kind of with right. the wealth, yeah. but he's very dark. It's like, does it have to be black? Does it have to be in caves? You know, Iron like, Man's you have parents the money, like, get wonder. murdered in front of him. Yeah, Maybe bro. Like, you can, like, is. make your whole entire thing, like, in a stadium, you know? Buy a stadium and make your whole entire, like, cave in there, you know? Like, I don't know. But uh, yes. the second one that I really, like, am passionate about, I think, is uh, Matilda. Oh. Uh, <laughs> 
Because I feel I like that. she's like it's like an origin story that like never continues. You're just like <laughs> yeah. this little girl gets abused for the rest of her life and can just move glasses of water around tables. You know, like that. There's, there's so much potential there. Think about the superhero movie that comes after that. She's like she's like 28. You know, she's like flying around the country. She's moving planes around at the right places. I don't know. You know, like there's a lot of potential. Matilda could. Matilda was a wild girl. Yeah, there's. I also hate uh, Danny DeVito. That's the second. I was gonna pick him <laughs> actually, and then I was like, no, I hate Matilda because she just like probably just gets abused for the rest of her life and doesn't realize her powers or, you know. Yeah, there should be a sequel to Matilda where she, either becomes evil or becomes good. I I'd like to see evil Matilda. Sure, I don't know. I like. To, I would like to see her like get like. No, nope. because uh, doesn't she move in with like that lady or teacher or something like Miss that? Honey, right? But then she lives in this like. Uh, doesn't she Absolutely. live in? She lives in. What was the house that she lives in? Is it a nice house? I thought it was the maybe it was the Mrs. Troopid or whatever uh, yeah. cake lady's it's, house. It's the fucking shot putter or whatever. Oh, that house. That's <laughs> yeah. the house she moves into. Well, I think that was Miss Honey's house. Miss Honey's. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe Anyways, not. Matilda. You know yeah. what? <laughs> I'm gonna make a sequel to that. It's gonna be I'm called. Gonna have uh, to actually watch it. Matilda with powers or something. It's going to be called like Miss Matilda or something. Matilda. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Duh. Matilda did this. Matilda, Matilda Hood. <laughs> Matilda. Like, yeah. Matilda done it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll work on it. It's, Matilda it's rough now. Yeah. Don't be fooled by the rocks that she got. Yeah, yeah. I really like the cake scene. The joke would have been great favorite. in 2000. I think the two scenes that I like Sorry, involving I'm like... Bit, I'm an old lady. <laughs> the two scenes I like involving like a school auditorium are like the cake scene in Matilda. And then I like the... Uh, What's the one with Adam Sandler and Andy Samberg and like he um daddy's it's my boy. It's my boy and he like yeah. bangs the teacher in like the auditorium <laughs> and they're like, What is that? And they're like all oh, applaud, they give my applaud break. <laughs> this is like my two favorite auditoriums. I was thinking another Adam Sandler auditorium, the one in uh what is it? Billy Madison. Billy Madison. When they're like we're yeah. uh, we're oh fuck, I thought I had the sound drop. Steve Buscemi. Yeah, yeah, right before that. And he's like, May God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> Fuck, I used to have that sound. Oh, he's like, you just wasted, yeah. yeah. You just wasted like mo like minutes of our lives. It's the puppy who lost his way or whatever. From <laughs> Billy Madison. And he's oh, like, okay. well, the dog is like this. And they're like, we're, you're dumber. We're all dumber from having listened to that. We award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. That's how it went. But yeah. Did you find that sound yet? So I have can. it. I have it on my computer somewhere. I can give you a bunch of sounds real quick. <laughs> yeah, boom shakalaka. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> was that from uh, NBA Jam or whatever? Yeah. Hang time, <laughs> right? And then NHL was like, he shoots, he scores. Do you do any impressions other than uh, video games? Well, I do like pad ones. Like, okay, all right, here we go. <laughs> Don't do it. I got you, Jazz. I'm gonna slap you real good. Uh, <laughs> Like, uh, <laughs> if it wasn't for me, I wouldn't do it right now. I'm sitting here, sitting, and I'm wearing a crown. Uh, uh, um, somebody stop me. I don't know. That's not like well, it. Uh, no. Sounds like Alex. Uh, it's a mask, man. Stanley Ipkiss. I had three I decent ones, and I just had a fail right I there. I sure but... knew who it was. <laughs> yeah, the mask. That one. Uh, I think that's... Well, that's I'm going to tap out right there on No, a you're good. Note, you yeah, end on a high nut. With, uh, I, right? I pull that out the in a set. Like, I'll do like a 20-minute set, and they're like, this is okay. It's just kind of funny. And then I'll like do an impression. like, what the hell, man? Why would you pull it out right now? I didn't know. You know? Yeah. Like, they just show you respect after a while because you've done stuff they didn't like. Yeah. I don't know. Melissa, do you have an answer? For what? What's the oh, question? Exactly. Never mind. <laughs> Can't wait to this see Shay back in here. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Robert Stack. Unsolved Mysteries. Who's Robert Stack? You know Unsolved Mysteries? The yeah. show Unsolved... He's a host, man. Oh. You don't know the host that. of Unsolved... Whatever, I've man. I've been watching this American Gangster Trap Queens. My new show. Yeah. Do you think they have like a... Uh, like a daddy chase down or something like that. Like, do you think there's like a show for like, you know, how they have like Dateline. Is there a show for like people to like chase down the real fathers? <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know but there should be. Doesn't yeah. that sound interesting? It does. You're like, what are you doing now? And he's like still doing the same thing. He's like a hustler, you know. You're like, well, damn, he's a hustler, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So a wait, of shoes and well, because you gotta have like clout to have a kid. I feel like you gotta have like some kind of like sales pitch, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> People with don't no move clout for thirty seconds. <laughs> Just say, don't say no for twenty seconds. <laughs> That's how you have a kid. Oh, is that what happens? Sometimes. Yeah, I'm sure it does. I think it's just saying yes uh, too much sometimes in a moment. Kids yes, in all kinds of ways. Yes, they do, Wallace. That's they very do. deep. They do. Yes, they do. All kinds of ways. Okay, cool. I think it's always Fuck. because I've, I bet this pen right at your head. Okay, cool. I feel like my, I feel like eighty percent of the time. Oh yeah, really. Like, I mean, he's like doing a really good job though. This is like he's putting a lot of work. Well, number four is gone. Matt, this guy's gone. A, as I far like as like that. the Finally, producing side, this guy's putting. Tell us the hints. What What are the notes and the? You know what I do like. I'm Not glad maybe. you brought it up. This freezing season. There's some nice cinnamon in it. I think. Oh, the cinnamon's good. Notes of cinnamon. Cinnamon. I might not be that one. No, I it's, have a it's, um, I'm sorry about it's a it. southern tier <laughs> one that has this. This this first one, this Penn Brewery Nut Ale, it kind of tastes like a pretzel. You would like the Whoa. Nut Ale. That would be your favorite. <laughs> That's my least fave, actually. I bet. It's a little less is. milky than I thought it'd yeah. be. But. <laughs> yeah. I like a milky, nutty brew. Uh, I know you do. Cool, man. <laughs> all right. We'll, we'll pretty much wrap it up there, though. Kevin, where can we find all your stuff? Yeah, again, Kevin, I know you said it, but tell yeah, us again. Kevin Budkey, uh, just on social media, Instagram, Facebook. TikTok. I'm gonna start using that more. I'm on a race now with Joey Purse for a minute. Oh. Uh, uh, what else is there? I don't know. I don't use LinkedIn. <laughs> so yeah, Instagram, Facebook. What's your MySpace? Kevin Budkey. I do. <laughs> if you find my MySpace, let me know. <laughs> yeah. you know like I got We're trying to get in that top eight, man. You're like, why are there shoes floating in the background? I used to make MySpace backgrounds. That was like my first dream was actually <laughs> yeah. designing. At 13 years old, I used to design MySpace backgrounds, but. Oh, it's also, amazing to bring, that didn't win you millions. <laughs> to call back, to finish up, to call back of why I was so confident on stage, though, is I used to be a hype man for a hip-hop artist. So, like, we opened up for, like, yeah. Hobson in front of, like, 300 people my 20th, oh, no my shit. 21st birthday, yeah. And then Maud's son now, he's dating, he's dating Avril Lavigne, um, and he tours, like, Machine Gun Kelly and stuff. I, we opened up for him on my 20th birthday at uh, Shadow Lounge when it was still around. How did you get the job to be the hype man? I don't know. He was, like, a bigger white rapper. I was a bigger non-rapper and uh, we were friends and uh, we would like I don't know we would get sweaty on stage and smell like you know fucking Italian hoagies and what's what's the key I guess just having a lot of energy yeah like it's more of just being able to lift your hands up and down for a while you know I think uh, we didn't really bounce the stage I remember one time we started rocking the stage like no shit's gonna break you know we're gonna fucking yeah you know uh, but yeah sorry (laughs) no no No, absolutely. So we'll we can find all your stuff there. You said you have shows coming up in January that you're producing. Yeah, and then just keep looking on the event, right? So January 14th and then February 19th. So January 14th is in Homestead. Uh, February 19th is in Hopewell, Hopewell Fire Hall. So two shows, nine, uh, seven to nine p.m. That one's like a hundred hundred capacity for each. The one in Homestead, I think, we're selling out at like fifty. So yeah, nice little intimate. 
Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much again for taking the time to come on. Thank, Thank you, you for, for talking me. to this us. This is Absolutely. awesome. Thank you for being Thank here. You. you know yes, what? Melissa. Melissa's here, and she's here to stay. No. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm no. making that clip and making that her ringtone for me. No, I, I, just, I hope Shay's here next time, too, though. No, I feel like it, Shay. I, Wait, Shay, yeah, Shay's here bad. in spirit. Hello? 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 This is right. This is right. That was so good. Those are the key ones. There's so many. I need to I'm update this. I'm too busy to do this every Monday. We need Shay. Yeah, I know, Melissa. I mean, in and out of. Uh, I like the bounce though. Like if once a month you're on, or like every yeah, once I in a while, it's a nice little. You know. I would do Melissa's monthly news. Oh, there you I go. I think you're more of like an you the annual kind of person, but yeah, that's fine. you could be the weather lady. You know. Yeah. It's not like I predicting get paid for this snow shit. if you know it's what I mean. It's not like no, I man. get paid for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This shit, Shay. Hey, this Shay, I called you Shay too. Wow. Oh my god. This is an internship, you know. Yeah. Don't do that. Well, listen, you're you're getting popularity throughout uh, Newcastle and Beaver Falls as, as, you do as this, we speak. Do this ten more <laughs> times. Do this ten more times. You can apply to be on the Jim Crenn show. You yeah, know, absolutely <laughs> for sure. Well, there we go. But Kevin, thank you again. Thank you. We're thank you. Wrap this up, and Melissa, thank you as oh, well. Thank you. We'll welcome. see you next December, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yes, thank you, Kevin. Happy New Year's. Melissa. And, yeah, I'm glad you said this is the last one of the year. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for supporting it. Uh, please subscribe. Tell your friends about all that stuff. Click through our link tree. Find our shop. Find all the video clips and all that good stuff. Kevin's stuff will be on there. All the former guest stuff will be on there, so. Uh, please do click through all that and thank you for listening. And uh, well, this is appropriate. I'm giving thanks for listening. Oh, oh I was gonna say, um, uh, for Christmas, I'll give away some old old shoes of mine. Oh, wow, something like that. You want some like old shirts or something? I used to have a clothing brand, so if you want some old clothing or something like that as a giveaway, comment below on this video. <laughs> subscribe if you're subscribed and you're you follow us on, on this the poor man's podcast on Twitter and Facebook and you comment on nine posts, you're entered. Oh, shit. There you go. You heard it here first from Kevin. We're going to put that clip out there and make sure you do it. Follow his stuff. Follow our stuff. And Melissa, thank you again. Absolutely. Into the mic this My time. My pleasure. Into the mic this time. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We hope you had a good time. If you did, be sure to subscribe to the show to catch the latest episodes oh, yeah. and share with your friends. We can't promise not to embarrass you. And if you just can't get enough, follow us on Instagram at Poor Man's Podcast 412, Twitter at Poor Man's Pod 412, and Facebook. This is Pittsburgh's own Poor Man's Podcast signing off. See you next week. Man, I know you are.